0: Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknotes Morning Five here on Friday. July 27th, 2018. I am Dave Biddle, very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker. Jay Book, uh, right out of the gate, Brian Hartline, obviously the story of the week. Like guess Zach Smith was the story of the week early in the week, but turning the page to Brian Hartline,
1: you know, just how do you think
0: he will do as a wide receiver coach and as a recruiter?
1: I, I think he's going to do extremely well. Um, the guy brings instant credibility to the table because uh, of his NFL. Pedigree. He's a younger guy. He's going to be able to relate. But the one thing I'm really excited about with Harline is we've had numerous uh, occasions in the boarding house where coaches who've had uh, a chalk, uh, chalk talk with him are very bullish on his ability to teach technique, wide receiver concepts, and most most importantly, being able to prepare uh, yourself to be an elite wide receiver when it comes to breaking down film, how to take care of your body, and how to just kind of get your mindset on elevating your game to the next level. So I think Ohio State will see uh, an increase in production from the wide receiver unit, and I think you're going to see uh, more discipline as, as well as uh, a higher level of technique coming from that unit. The recruiting I think he will do well, but obviously he's going to definitely have to get his feet under him. He's never really been out on the recruiting trail. We're already starting to see uh, signs that guys that he really wasn't high on, that Zach Smith uh, was previously high on, uh, are starting to fall down the the wide receiver pecking order. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, some guys really uh, emerging out of the dust that hardline. Uh, has his belief on but that at the end of the day Ohio State will recruit itself as long as Urban Myers there, the brand is strong. I just think Hartline's gonna be able to the, the carry a little bit more weight once he goes into family's living room, especially being recently in the NFL.
0: You still have a lot of reporters trying to dig on um, you know, the Urban Meyer Zach Smith situation. Do you think Urban is out of hot water here? Do you think Everything's going to be okay with Urban.
1: I think everything's going to be okay with Urban. Obviously, you're going to, anything that involves a state. You're going to have the national media that's going to be digging around. Um, there was no charges filed against Zach. Uh, nobody really knows what truly went on uh, in the situation between besides Zach and his ex-wife. Obviously, Urban um, put out his statement. I know a lot of people said it raised more questions based off what he said. But at the end of the day, um, the media, they're going to do their job. They're going to dig as long as Urban was truthful. I don't think anything further is going to come out of this. There are always going to be people who don't like uh, Urban. They don't like Ohio State. But who cares? If Urban is doing what's best for the program, he doesn't have to apologize to anyone, especially the media, who's going to be digging around Columbus. Um, so, at, in, in my mind, as long as Urban uh, is doing what's best for the program and he's truthful in what he knows in this situation, he will be okay.
0: I completely agree with you. Um, let's look at. Let's talk about some players that Urban Meyer talked about. You know, some. You know, obviously, like half the press conferences or more that he participated in was about Zach Smith and a little bit about Brian Hartline. But let's look at some of the, the players he talked about. Um, Dante Booker starting out with him, um, uh, very interesting. I mean, Urban said he's ready to roll, and he said, you know, he's not, not going to start off camp um, healthy. They're not sure if they're going to have him ready for the opening game. I, I, I just don't know what to make of this. We had separate sources at Bucknuts, you know, multiple sources tell us, you know, Sources who, unless unless I'm missing something, don't know each other and are very in tune with what's going on, telling us that uh, that Dante Booker was not going to play football for Ohio State in 2018. Maybe the tough Orleans situation changed that. Maybe something else. Maybe they're. I don't know. I, I just can't imagine both sources are wrong. But Urban kind of talked around it, but then he said he's good to go. Just you, drill down on this for me, man. What do you make of this Dante Booker situation?
1: I think you have a lot of moving parts. Um, I know in the future boarding house coming up um, there's going to be a, a Dante Booker um, nugget coming up and essentially um, from the sounds of it he was on his way out the door so the reporting that Booker uh, was leaving the program um, that was somewhat accurate there was a lot of a lot of people saying uh, that he was headed to Cincinnati even Bobby Carpenter and Josh Perry on the Carpenter and Rossman show even dropped that nugget and said that he wanted to go play with Fickle. Now, there's also other people who thought his injury situations were so bad that there's a chance that he may not even play football, period. He may just hang it up. And now you have the situation where he's coming back to Ohio State. And in my mind, this probably would have, it would have been the least, um, selected position that I thought would happen out of everything that's going on. I didn't think Booker would be back with the Buckeyes, but obviously there are a lot of moving pieces going on with him, um, and the, the tough-boiling situation probably plays a role into it. But one thing I think happened in this situation is I think he was re-recruited. I think he was re-recruited by Urban Meyer and Billy Davis, trying to talk him into staying because this is a very green linebacking core, um, but very talented. And I think they're looking at the big picture is they are a better football team if Dante Booker is healthy and he's dialed in and he's able to be a leader within that room. And so I think having those conversations amongst the coaches uh, and just getting him to recommit to the program uh, is something that, may have taken place behind closed doors. Now, unless someone has uh, a sit-down one-on-one conversation and asks Dante Booker, you're going to continue to hear various uh, decisions, but there's no doubt in my mind that he was openly telling people that he was potentially looking to lead the football program.
0: And sticking with the linebacker position, Urban also touched on Tough Tuff and He seems, again, he seems optimistic that they're going to have him. Again, not for the start of camp, not for the first game of the season, but he thinks maybe, maybe sometime late in September, early October, Tough Borland is going to be able to come back. Uh, your thoughts on that? If, are you buying that?
1: I'm not buying it. I mean, that injury that he's coming that he's coming back from, that is a tough injury uh, to bounce back from. And hopefully, during that time, we're seeing an increased production from the linebackers, and there's not a, a major need for him unless there's major injuries that. Completely ravaged the position. I'm not being, I'm not sold on it. Why rush him back to potentially re-injure himself when you supposedly already have a nice set of linebackers, six or seven deep that Greg Schiano is very high on, uh, and that's not even including Tough Borland being counted in the mix. Now he's he's supposedly ahead of schedule uh, when it comes to his rehab and the guys working out. Uh, like crazy trying to get back and he has that type of tough guy mentality where he's going to push through the pain and he's going to try to get back as quickly as possible but if, if they absolutely do not need him i don't know why you why you absolutely going to disrupt your linebacker rotation especially as you're heading into the meat of the big 10 schedule
0: and jay book um he obviously was asked questions about Dwayne Haskins. I got one in, maybe maybe more than one. I thought going into media days, that would be questions one through 30, and then everything else happened. Um, but you did talk about Dwayne Haskins a little bit. Um, you know, I, I feel like reading between the lines that Urban is super excited, but he's just trying to, like, not let that out. Like, he just has a good poker face, you know. He says, you know, he's very talented, you know. And, and I agree that, you know, I'm sure Urban feels like – you know, the three ingredients there at quarterback, you know, with the you know toughness and leadership and the talent that he's, you know, as he mentioned, he's got the talent, but, he, you know, does he have the leadership, does he have the toughness, is something Urban mentioned. I think Urban is pretty convinced that, you know, this kid's going to have a big year and he's just trying to temper the excitement. That That's just me reading between the lines. What's, what's your take on what Urban Meyer had
1: to say about Dwayne Haskins at Media Day? I think Urban is being a smooth, calculated veteran coach when it comes to Dwayne Haskins. And the reason I say that is don't put premature pressure on your young quarterback heading into camp. You don't want this guy to have to be out there trying to make every throw, being a superhero, uh, because the expectations and the excitement is through the roof. Obviously, it's going to be a pressure cooker being a Ohio State quarterback, but if Urban goes to the podium and he really drums up and, and really uh, plays up his guy, the national media is going to get a hold of that. That's when the, the train really leaves the station. Be cool. Fly under the radar. Um, obviously a house, day, all eyes are going to be on a house day because they're going to be a top five preseason team. But the thing is, is you don't need Dwayne Haskins to go out there and beat Cam Newton. You just need Dwayne Haskins to play within the system. There's a ton of talent around him. He has two dynamic backs who can go for 1,000 yards each year. He has a veteran wide receiver core. Um, hopefully their play is going to be increased. He has uh, athletic tight ends. One guy has been preseasoned on the Mackey Award list. So just let him go into camp with his confidence. Don't put added pressure on him um, and just let him do his thing.
0: And last thing, Jay Book, uh, the basketball tournament uh, continues tonight with the Scarlet and Gray team going at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, The number one seeded Scarlet and Gray against the 12-seeded primetime players. Uh, The final 16 of this tournament winner gets $2 million, um, filled with former Ohio State stars and, you know, some, some really good players from, you know, other programs, but mostly Ohio State guys. Here's the interesting thing, though, I mean, Byron Mullins, A.K.A. B.J. Mullins, has dropped, you know, out of the, off the team, and it's over dispute regarding money. You know, he he feels like everybody should get even money, and you know, I think that's was the intention originally was everybody's gonna get equal money. But there's been some talk that Byron Mullins you know, just kind of wanted to show up for games and not really show up for most of the practices. He would just show up for maybe a practice every once in a while, but still wanted to get paid with the other guys. We're gonna get paid if they win it all. Just what a messy situation, man! This is just disappointing. Just, what do you make out of this?
1: It's it's a mess, and those guys are looking like they're going to be shorthanded. I know it came across uh, Twitter yesterday where Scooty Pimp said they're probably going to be missing some guys, and the Mullins situation doesn't help. They obviously would need him. Is it Sullivan? I think Sellit getting married this weekend. Um,
0: That's correct. One of the guys, That's great. Yeah, Greg Oden, Greg Oden's going to play tonight. See, they're not going to have Sullinger the entire weekend. They're not going to have Mullins, but I hear Oden is not going to be able to play that much because of the knees. but it'll just be fun seeing him tonight. The game's on ESPN, by the way.
1: Right, and, and I know there was talk about uh, Sullinger uh, potentially playing uh, tonight and then flying back for his wedding and then playing again on Sunday, which, you know, logistically would be, uh, pretty tough, and obviously they weren't able to work that situation out. So they're going to be shorthanded as is. So fingers crossed. I hope those guys do well, but you would hate to see them get this far and uh, you know be be highly favored and have a slip up because of a bunch of uh, drama towards this, the down stretch of the whole tournament. But what do you
0: make of Byron Mullins? Do you? I mean, we were kind of texting back and forth as a staff. Just a few of us, and you know, some of us are like, "Come on, man, just what are you doing here?" And then others are like, "No, screw that." If they're not going to give them like equal pay, like good for him to get out of there. I, I mean, just again, it's the my main takeaway is, is it's disappointing. Just what, but what do you make of Byron Mullins walking away from the team?
1: Right now, I ha- I have two opinions on this. Me personally, I think they all should receive um, equal pay in this type of situation. But if the guy is not going to be committed and he's not going to put in the, the same amount of time and the, the grind that everybody else is putting in and he just wants to show up for the games, he necessarily doesn't have the, the room to be complaining about someone else's pay. But, hey, yes, you know, we all want to split the pot here. But listen, buddy, you're, you're half ass in this. You're not even showing up half the time when the rest of us is in here grinding and we're trying to, we're trying to get this team, uh, focused and dialed in and playing as one. Yet you want to come in whenever you please, but at the same time complain about money. So that's kind of my take on it. Like, hey, if you're going to complain about money, at least be all in with everybody else.
0: Well said, as always. He is Jonah Booker. Thank you very much, Jay Book. Thanks to all of us was out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best band in the land. <laughs>